0: Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello everyone, Shep Hyken here on Amazing Business Radio on the C-Suite Network. Very excited as always because today we're going to have a great episode. Jim Steinberg, who is the Director of Enterprise Partnerships at Loyalty Plant, is going to impart some amazing knowledge about the app that they have created. I call it an app. They may have another word for it. I believe when our, in our pre-interview we used the word platform. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit about that and the importance of the personalization and how to market and create a better customer experience. Uh, Jim is up in New York, and he's been leading brands with uh, winning mobile and digital initiatives, and he is the head of enterprise partnerships over at Loyalty Plant. Jim, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Hey, Chef. It's great to be with you today. So I'm excited. You are right around the corner from a really cool place. I just, uh, a few weeks ago, was watching TV and I saw the Macy's uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. And you're right around the corner from Macy's.
1: We are, and I have an appointment with Santa for a little later with my son. So, oh, good,
0: uh... good. That's great. If you see Elf. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> was Elf? I don't know if Elf was in Macy's or was he was at one of those stores but I do know there's a miracle on 34th Street 34th Street 34th alright yeah. yeah. and I know right there on 34th Street or right around 34th Street is another great place called the Shake Shack and I gotta tell you the other night And this is so off subject, but I'm in New York. I'm with my daughter and I'm with a buddy of mine who I do business with. We take her to dinner. We drop her off at the subway station that's right there at where Macy's is. And I look over and this is after a major Italian dinner that we had. And we had, you know, we had salad, we had pizza, we had pasta, we had cannolis for dessert and ice cream. And then I saw the Shake Shack. And I looked at my buddy and I said, you know, right now I'm thinking chocolate milkshake and salty French fries. What do you think? He goes, let's <laughs> do it. So <laughs> it well, was... Well, a- no,
1: one, no one should ever leave Manhattan hungry. I can I can assure you of that. So that's great that you had that experience.
0: Yep. All right, Jim, back to you. So let's talk about a Loyalty Plant. Give us a quick synopsis of what Loyalty Plant is. So Loyalty
1: Plant is a platform used by marketers. And by platform... I mean, it's a consumer app that we provide uh, that delights consumers. And on the back end, the marketer gets a dashboard, which has a customer relationship management uh, tool and uh, an analytics tool and a campaign management tool all built into one. So as the marketer gets information in regarding a particular customer, they then have an ability to analyze that information and take action on it with, say, a push notification that can delight the customer and build the marketer's business.
0: All right. So first I'm going to ask you some questions to make sure uh, I understand it. And if I understand it, then I think the average person can. <laughs> because if I get it, everybody's going to get it. So You're anything but average, Jeff. So, uh, well, well, thank you very much. You're, you're too kind and flattery is going to get you a lot of places. So uh, I know that a lot of your clients, although they don't have to be, a lot of them are restaurants, uh, which is fine. So if I want – I actually, first of all, choose to put the app on my phone from the company I'm doing business with. Is that the first step?
1: Correct. So our clients have been folks like uh, Pizza Hut, Burger King, KFC, Hooters – and we've worked with them globally over the last seven years. Mm-hmm. So uh, the consumer gets a, a branded app from one of those uh, providers, and then immediately they get an offer to bring them back into the app. The okay, thing about an incentive, asset, you know, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. an incentive definitely. And of course, we work generally in food um, with dining experiences, and there's nothing to bring a, a, a customer back into an app than seeing a big, beautiful Shake Shack hamburger uh, or, or an offer of free fries or, or that shake that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. So that's an immediate uh, incentive to uh, come back to the app and, and, uh, and, and take action. Whether or not that's placing a digital order, which is becoming more and more common, um, restaurateurs find that digital ordering done through mobile inevitably uh, leads to a higher check uh, from that customer because once you put uh, a sort of mobile kiosk into the hand of a customer, they're bound and without any pressure to uh, end an order that you might get while standing in line because the guy behind you wants uh, to order, um, inevitably that check becomes a, a higher check. And you also, you're usually ordering with friends perhaps and Friends are asking uh, for additional uh, items as well.
0: Right. You don't so, have the pressure from the guy behind you going, hurry up and order. Quit asking so many exactly. questions or quit talking to the person on the other side of the counter or whatever. So this is great. And, again, it's not limited to, it sounds to me, it's, limited, it's not limited to the restaurant industry or food industry. Anybody that has anything to sell where somebody can come in, pick it up, or even be delivered. Uh, it sounds like it's a perfect way of staying connected with the customer.
1: Exactly. And the, and the principles behind it, the uh, what we can do using the app uh, certainly applies to, to everyone's business. So uh, we do things like uh, enable our marketers to recognize who hasn't shopped with me recently, who hasn't been in, into my restaurant. That typically, particularly for restaurants, is a big challenge for them. Um, you know, uh, generally, the competitive set is uh, pretty wide. And the ability to deliver a message to bring that customer back to your business is absolutely key. And making that easy for the marketer is what we're all about. So um, we we can recognize those who haven't been in, in say, 30 days and push out a message with a good incentive to bring them back.
0: And this and is, by have- the way – you. you- it, whether you have an app or not, the ty- kinds of things you're talking about, those are general marketing type, you know, I- initiatives. It's like, you know, whether you have an app or whether you're going to pick up the phone and call somebody directly, or whether you're going to go visit somebody face to face, depending on kind of business you're at. All of the principles you're talking about, what you're doing is you're saying these are all the things that marketers and companies want to do for their customers, and you've put it into a, a neat little package.
1: Yeah, that's it exactly. And particularly today with millennials, millennials are always a hot topic with marketers because today millennials are your largest audience with the greatest buying power. Right. And millennial, millennials expect a mobile app. I mean, they're just conditioned by uh, the usage of mobile, um, which is only growing stronger uh, with every new generation of, uh, of handsets. Um, they expect and are conditioned by apps they use every day, like Facebook and Google. So what we've done is we've adopted many of the best practices used by those app marketers to keep customers coming back. I'll give you an example of that: um, we provide a news feed uh, as your homepage, in the same way Facebook continually provides you with updated content based on a very personalized. Uh, Profile that they have of you. That's That can be done by every marketer today. You just need to gather up the information and then provide that experience back to the consumer. And it's a great chance to get away from uh, what are more typical loyalty programs. You know, in the old days, loyalty programs used to be essentially discount programs you know, buy nine, get your 10 free. Right.
0: You're basically my, and, giving, yeah, you know. my, my philosophy on that is that that's not a loyalty program. That's a marketing program.
1: Yeah, exactly. But I mean, now with with mobile, you have a chance to really delight customers and, and show them new aspects of what you do that they wouldn't otherwise be able to see based on knowing their interests. If someone uh, typically is a, a dessert eater, um, and you're displaying new desserts all the time. It's a chance for you to send them uh, a news regarding that new dessert, just to give you one example. Or if you find out, you know, they have a habit of ordering uh, certain beverages with certain meals, um, you can introduce new beverages, as many uh, restaurants do, in order to uh, increase uh, the attractiveness and timeliness of their offering. All
0: so, right. yeah. So it's it's really a personalized. Marketing effort. And I'm going to ask you a question here because people are spending a lot of money to get this kind of data. And do you also track uh, the times people are making their purchases? Is it like if somebody's only doing business with a company on a weekend versus a weekday? Uh, I'll give you an example, and I joke about this, but it's absolutely true. I love ice cream. I absolutely can't, I, I don't think I can live without ice cream. And uh, I, I was doing some work with IBM and Watson, who's their artificial intelligence uh, application sure. solution. And they track weather-related patterns to buying patterns. For example, mm-hmm. if you tracked my ice cream usage, you would find, <laughs> or ice cream usage, <laughs> ice cream purchase, you would find that I typically don't buy ice cream in the wintertime. I primarily buy it in the summertime and specifically when it's 82 degrees and higher. I mean, they can get that tip- specific.
1: Yeah. Not only yeah. that,
0: I never buy it on a Tuesday morning. I never have and probably never will. I only buy it typically on Friday and Saturday nights. But if a marketer were to send me a discount coupon in the middle of winter on a Tuesday morning, what's the likelihood that I would ever buy or use that coupon, buy something from the marketer, or even say, why are they sending this to me? This is spam. I'm done with them. Unsubscribe, opt out, delete the app, whatever. 're so you're you're telling me you're tracking this kind of information,
1: absolutely, yeah, and i'll I'll uh, add to your insight there. Uh, essentially there there's a what what's called an engagement crisis going on right now among marketers because marketers get these tools into their hands, like push notifications, which everybody gets on their phone all day long, and they don't use them correctly. So what we provide, is uh best practices and a customer success team that can really aid marketers in bringing these programs alive and funny you should mention the, the uh, uh, ice cream example um, we actually do uh, very creative promotions for clients uh, that the technology makes available to us that are pretty sophisticated. give you one example of that we do a lottery which gets just phenomenal uh, conversion. From customers, Um, and a lot of our customers use use lottery tactics to bring in customers when they normally wouldn't come into the store. So we're all about what are the business objectives? What does your business really need to accomplish to to grow sales overall? We focus on those outcomes, and then we understand the the customers. We segment them properly, and then we push out creative ideas like lottery campaigns. It gets, you know, 60 to 70 percent of the folks who receive an invitation for the lottery come back in, in an off time when they have to in order to validate their their entry. Wow. So,
0: uh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. so we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about these lottery campaigns so I understand what they are. I also want to talk about the engagement crisis. I love that concept because I think we're we're there. I want to find out what the crisis is so that we can avoid the crisis in our own businesses. Everybody, you're listening to Amazing Business Radio. Our guest is Jim Steinberg, the Director of Enterprise Partnerships at Loyalty Plant. We're going to take a short break. Don't go away. Want to amaze your customers, impress the people you work with, and outshine your competition? Going from average to amazing isn't an out-of-reach goal. In fact, amazement is a habit that anyone can master. In my latest book, Be Amazing or Go Home, I share the secrets behind my mantra, which is to always be amazing. Drawing on the routines of incredible people, I share simple practices that can elevate your game. Once you master those habits, you'll be able to create trust, build stronger relationships, make sales, advance your career, and much more. Now is the time to step out of ordinary and step into being amazing. Be amazing or go home is now available on Amazon.com in ebook and hardcover. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio, talking with Jim Steinberg over at Loyalty Plant. There's, there's two concepts that you mentioned. Uh, the engagement crisis and the lottery campaign let's let's start with the lottery campaign which is where we left off when you're referring to a lottery campaign is this like a a contest where people just acknowledge that they uh, are you know in the app or they fill something out and then they have a chance to win something like a a beautiful valuable prize a new car and i don't know
1: (laughs) Well, it actually the price can be whatever the marketer wants. Or at least a, a cheeseburger,
0: <laughs> maybe a yeah, cheeseburger. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm. Know, the price varies depending on what the marketer wants to provide. Um, we've had yeah everything from uh, 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 free desserts uh, to uh, a Kia uh, uh, provided by our marketers. So it all it all depends on on the customer. But what I would really stress is the business that we're in and our mantra is providing the right message to the right customer at the right time in the right place. That's what it's all about. When you get that formula right, you're absolutely going to delight your customers. And mobile, which is our medium, is the only medium that can really provide that. Generally, if you get an email, the timing's going to be wrong. But if you get a push notification, I'll give you a really good example from our restaurant customers. Um, we do a lot of geo-targeted campaigns. And when you have a loyal user uh, outside your restaurant or within range of your restaurant at, say, 1130, and you're a lunch establishment, you want to deliver an offer to that customer at that time, at that place, because the customer immediately, when they see that big cheeseburger on their screen, definitely starts thinking cheeseburger, right?
0: Right. And cheeseburger, what, cheeseburger, what, cheeseburger.
1: Yeah.
0: Cheeseburger. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So So right yeah. time, right customer, right place. There was another one. Did I miss it? With the the right message. With the right message. I think isn't that like – I would say that is the 2000 or the 21st century marketing plan. It's not just the four Ps. It's now the four R's, right time, (laughs) right customer, right place, right message. Uh, I love that. And, and I think it's important that everybody gets this because whether you're using an app or not, this is really powerful information. And not everybody has the ability to geolocate a customer, but to understand, you know, a customer's buying pattern, where they might be, uh, you can do everything you can to get as close as possible. So I love that this happens. And you mentioned as far as the lottery campaign, what, what, and this was an amazing percentage. You send the notification out and the response rate is, you said 60%?
1: It can be, yeah, even higher. Um, what happens is um, the restaurateur knows that he wants to bring that customer back at an off time. You know, per- perhaps uh, February has the worst weather and nobody is coming in. So the idea is in January, when the customer uh, has loyalty points coming into his app, you tell him, hey, If you come back in February, we'll validate you for this lottery that will take place at some later point in time. And you get into the lottery, and inevitably you get that incremental purchase that comes from the customer coming in at an off time. So the mobile piece just makes it that much easier to do. The actual tactics are all tactics that anyone can do in the offline world as well.
0: Right, and in any business. I mean, every business has slow times or off times. Uh, Exactly. No doubt. All right. The engagement crisis. Let's talk about that again. I want to make sure I understand what that is. Very, uh, It's an intriguing concept, the engagement crisis.
1: Well, what happens, every marketer now is in a fight for the attention of his customer. And unless you're really getting the mantra that I mentioned right before, if you're delivering the wrong message, if you're delivering it at the wrong time, if you're delivering it to the wrong customer... Um, inevitably, uh, that customer is going to get annoyed because you haven't really, you know, paid them the attention that they deserve, and you're not using the data that is available to you as a marketer. You know, there's no excuse now for marketers not to gather that personal information. Um, it doesn't have to be, you know, necessarily attached to uh, 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 it, a personal information, but that customer profile that enables you. To deliver uh, just the right kind of surprise and delight that can come from a, a, a marketer using the information that, that customers give them
0: all right I think it 's the difference between personal information and personalized information i mean i I may not want to give you truly personal information, but i don 't mind you using information you already have about you know my background, what I do uh, you know when I come in when I bought before what I bought before. You use all that information, you can personalize the experience. And I think that's part of what you're talking about.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And there's so much more that that can come out of this. I'll just give you a couple other examples. When you have – we're in the business of turning light users into medium and heavy users. Mm -hmm. And that's really what the profitability of your business depends on. Now, once you've got a medium or a heavy user, um, they are your best – customers for acquiring new customers. Just give them an incentive to advocate for your brand. In mobile, it's particularly easy to do that because with social referral, we find that if you just incentivize a loyal user, they'll be happy to post onto their social pages. Um, for uh, most folks, that means Facebook. So um, they'll, they'll, you get earned media based on the, your current customer, Recommending uh, your service uh, to new customers on Facebook, and you'll acquire new customers as a result of it. And very powerful uh, channel.
0: I mean, this is, I mean, this is what's necessary today to survive. Uh, this is a, I mean, and really, if I think about it, I'll go back to when I was in college taking a marketing course, and I'm not so sure what you're sharing with me isn't much different than what I learned way 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 back in college when i had a lot of hair and didn't shave much <laughs> but but no it's modernized today this you know the ability to gather this information is so much easier quicker better reliable and and i want to get to this now um uh, you you it sounds to me like you're very much personalizing the information so one of the things that i think scares marketers is if you start talking about personalization you have to start talking about you know hundreds if not even thousands of different marketing campaigns. But my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe you can shed some light on this, is that you look for patterns and you can group these people into buckets. And I think there are certain programs, yours is probably one of them, that can do a truly more personalized, uh, you know, well, look at what Amazon does. You know, the last time you were here, you bought this, you want to buy it again, or people who buy this also buy that. I mean, that's just some type of algorithm working. But when you start looking at personalizing, you can usually create four or five buckets uh, called personas and drop most of any of your customers into one of those buckets and be able to do a more personalized campaign to a massive group. Is that right?
1: Absolutely. That's exactly what we do. So you have an ability in our back end, our CRM system, to identify certain segments of customers, whatever makes sense for your business. You know, if uh, certainly almost everyone wants to bring back a lapsed user. So um, being able to identify who's used your service once, um, who hasn't used it in a typical buying cycle, um, for many restaurants, for instance, that's 30 days, and then sending them a uh, customized uh, communication um, in-app on your phone, that's a highly effective uh, way of reaching out to that group. And we have very high conversion rates. Other people want to stimulate um, frequency. Um, they want to surprise and delight uh, more frequent customers. So if your particular uh, restaurant, for instance, um, sees a, a heavy user as meaning someone who comes in um, at least uh, two times a month, you can push out a campaign to those folks um, offering an incentive to come in and uh, uh, perhaps uh, you know, uh, uh, host a dinner uh, for a group of people, whatever might be you know, particularly relevant uh, as you analyze uh, that particular segment. So that's what it's all about. And it, it's actually quite easy. And not only is it easy, but it can be automated. So just to give you an example of that, um, birthday campaigns are, are, are great for uh, restaurants. Um, and possibly everyone else, but in the case of restaurants, no one wants to celebrate their birthday alone. so if you can if you can automate a birthday uh, campaign and send that person a good incentive to come in with his friends, uh, a free keg of beer if, if it's a uh, a male uh, a a keg eight, of eight.
0: beer, bring a few of your <laughs> friends for a keg of beer. Uh, <laughs> maybe a- even a half a keg's going to get me excited. <laughs>
1: yeah how about a couple that, of pictures that, that kind of works for me yeah but pictures <laughs> might might be a little better so uh uh you, you get the idea though i mean we're 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 brainstorming here just uh together right. about what would would surprise and delight a customer but here's and all the, of yeah.
0: the go ahead I'm all sorry. of that
1: can be done all of that can be automated right you and he,
0: I mean? and here's the important part, and I think you made the point. You can have a thousand customers, but you don't have to have a thousand different campaigns. You might have only four or five campaigns that these thousand customers can be split into these four or five. Uh, you know call them uh, groups or types of customers and they'll feel like you're very giving them a very personalized experience we're going to take another break when we come back we're going to start to wrap up we're going to get to the one thing question where you remind us of something really important that you've mentioned today or give us some new nugget and uh, i'm excited to hear what you've got coming up don't go away this is amazing business radio we'll be right back This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Jim Steinberg at Loyalty Plant. Hey, this is great. On the break, you uh, brought up the famous John Wanamaker quote, and I think that's a great place for us to start back.
1: Yeah, John Wanamaker opened one of the first department stores in the United States in Philadelphia, and his famous quote is, you know, I know 50% of my advertising is working. Now, if I could just figure out which 50% it is, I would know how to really get an efficient and effective ad campaign from my agency. So what makes what we do and what today's environment so different is you can make every dollar that you invest in marketing efficient and effective. You immediately know whether or not a consumer is responding to what you're telling them. And you can use that learning to optimize and improve all of your marketing. You can do that with using our platform or or any other uh, platform today, given the level of knowledge that you have regarding your customers.
0: And I think the key is, is you have to gather that knowledge. And when a customer is willing to give you information and then accept that you're going to send them an invitation to, load an app or an invitation to subscribe to a newsletter Uh, anytime they give you information and then accept the invitation you've got somebody that trusts you and the most important thing to remember is don't blow it don't give them something that's going to turn them off don't over market to them uh there's many probably don'ts that you can get into but the idea is you don't want to ruin the relationship Exactly. Yeah.
1: And the other key is don't expect them to uh, use your app or use your services just because you you made it available to them. It's a it's a dialogue that you have to have with your customers. You've got to give them good incentives. You've got to show that you really understand them uh, and you've got to keep them coming back and condition them to uh, really enjoy your service. Um, we're all fighting for customers' attention today, and the mobile app platform that we provide just happens to give you all the tools you need in order to to have that dialogue. And it really is transformative for businesses. That's really why we, we're in this business, to really transform our customers' business into uh, one-to-one marketing.
0: I think that's powerful. One-to-one marketing is is the key. That's what we're calling it. Personalization, if you want to call it that. And if you look back, one-to-one marketing, we know where that came from. Uh, Peppers and Rogers, I think, were the first exactly. one to coin that one. Yeah. One-to-one marketing. That was a long time ago. But imagine if, if you can just do it right, whether it be you're building a relationship. And one other comment before I ask the one thing question. As I think about asking somebody to put an app on their phone, do you? I, I think anybody that is willing to invest in this type of a technology I think is going to have an upper hand because right now most companies think of their loyalty program as let's give somebody a loyalty card with a number on it that they have to carry around – and and keep with them and then pull out every time they use you, which means, and there's all kinds of statistics, that chances are that customer is going to have dozens, if not, you know, multiple dozens of loyalty cards and and memberships that they're part of that they don't carry around with them. But that phone, the mobile phone, but I think you called it something else. You called it a mobile uh, device. You called it a mobile something. You didn't call it a mobile phone because the phone well, is the I, least used portion yeah. of the mobile phone. <laughs> yeah it 's really a computer in your pocket,
1: and what I called it was a mobile kiosk a mobile kiosk um, that
0: 's what it was a yeah, mobile kiosk yeah. right
1: that 's available twenty four seven to your customer i and, mean why wouldn 't you use that right, right.
0: and that's what 's nice is that you don 't have to care you don 't have to thicken your wallet or your purse, you can just keep it all on your phone and I think if you jump in on this technology now, sure it 's becoming more and more common, but it 's still early enough in the game that you can stand out and be different. So uh, with that in mind, let's wrap up the one thing question. What's one thing you want to remind us about that you've talked about today or something new you want to share that you absolutely know this audience? They have to have this information before we get off the show.
1: Well, I'll go to a new place that we haven't talked about, about what makes all of these mobile apps so successful. And that is the concept. There are two concepts that are kind of emerging very quickly. One is gamification. You know, people love to play games and get involved in games. And I ride the New York City subway every day and I look around me and I can't believe the amount of candy that's being crushed in in that subway car. People are addicted to games. So the more you can create your your app in, and use a lot of the techniques of gamification that we build in, um, the better off you are. The other is convenience. So a delightful uh, gaming type of experience combined with an ability to be very convenient. And the other emerging piece is in-app purchasing and payments. Um, you don't need to use a credit card anymore. As I look around, more and more people are using the electronic payment like Apple Pay, for instance, that's built right into their phones. So these are the kinds of emerging technologies that go back to my mantra of the right message to the right time to the right customer, et cetera, that really, really will make your business work.
0: Love it. So actually, we got two takeaways for the price of one. First, everybody, gamification. People like to play a game. I think back to articles I've written and talked about HSN, Home Shopping Network, how uh, if you go on daily, they have games that you can play. And when you finish the game, complete the game, you might win a discount of some kind. So games are fun, and they're engaging. But number two, the the technology. If there's anything we're learning from this, aside from some great marketing ideas, is to take advantage of some of this technology. I know that you focus, uh, John, or Jim, your your business at Loyalty Plan is primarily, I would say, on a retail, frontline oriented type company, a restaurateur or perhaps any type of retail industry but this will work this type of concept works for any type of business the ideas that you shared with us today so jim thanks so much for being on the show it's been awesome Hey,
1: Chef! thanks for having me.
0: All right, and this is why we call it Amazing Business Radio, because another amazing interview with a guy that's out there doing it day in and day out in a company, in the trenches, talking to customers, getting feedback, learning uh, what we can from, from these experts has just been great, Jim. Thanks again, everybody. Until next week, this is Chef uh, Hyken reminding you to always be amazing.